Blog Talk Radio. Ministry Show. I am Minister Ginger London, your host and the owner of GingerLondon.com. Thank you so much for joining me for this uh, special uh, radio series, The Making of a Spiritual Diamond. I'm so excited that you're here. This particular series is about spiritual growth and maturity. Uh, Some of you have uh, already taken the seven-day challenge uh, uh, with me online. And so with these radio shows, I'm going to teach a little bit more about spiritual growth and maturity and go a little bit more into details. Uh, The subjects will be exactly the same titles as on the challenge and uh, some of the same information, but I'll go maybe a little bit more uh, in details with the teaching. But I'm so glad that you're here. If you're listening live, thank you for joining me. If you're listening to the replay, again, thank you for joining me. Please give uh, paper and pen so that you can take notes. Um, uh, as you listen uh, to this particular teaching, if you are not a part of the uh, 2014 Got to Get Myself Together uh, challenges, please uh, join those challenges. Um, you can either join us um, the Facebook group Got to Get Myself Together challenge, or you can join the GingerLondon.com email list, and we'll send you information about the next upcoming challenge. But we will have challenges all throughout the year of 2014 to help you get yourself together to be the best person that God has created you to be, to be the best entrepreneur, the best career-minded person, um, the best family uh, person. A family member, uh, whatever it is, we have different challenges throughout the year. So um, let's get right into uh, today's uh, teaching. Um, I'm going to start with prayer and I'm going to get right into uh, this particular topic, which is the making of a spiritual diamond. And today we're going to talk about the nature of diamonds. So let's go to God in prayer and let's get right into uh, the teaching. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on today. We bless your name, O oh God. Father, we know according to your word that we're precious in your eyes, that we're the apple of your eyes, and that we are precious gems in your sight. And as we uh, study on today, your word, Lord God, I pray that the Holy Spirit will take over and become the great teacher as I decrease, that he'll increase. I pray for everyone who has an ear to hear will hear what you have, uh, what you're saying. 
to your people on today. For those who may be struggling in the area of spiritual growth, give them an ear to hear and a heart to receive, Father God, and a will to obey your word and to do what your word says. We thank you, we honor you, we bless your name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So once again, welcome to the show on today. And today's teaching, The Making of a Spiritual Diamond, this is uh, uh, day one or segment one, series, um, show number one, rather, uh, it's about the nature of diamonds. And so in comparing that with um, spiritual diamonds, we're going to be talking about understanding the nature that you have been living by spiritually. And one of the most challenging, most demanding growth ever is growth towards spiritual maturity because it demands that you acknowledge and accept a real need to be more mature. So when you listen to this series, we're going to be talking about the stages that a stone goes through in the cutting process before it becomes the diamond that we see in the store, and I'm going to compare it to the stages of growing towards spiritual maturity. So I want you to really see yourself uh, in these series and see yourself in this teaching and be honest with yourself and be truthful about where are you when it comes to spiritual growth. Some people are just starting out, they're babes in Christ or um, babes in their spiritual growth. Some are babes in Christ, they just got born again. Then we have babes in spiritual growth. That's the people who have been in the body of Christ for a while, but they haven't grown spiritually. You know, they only use their Bibles when they go to church on Sunday or maybe if they go to Bible study uh, on a weeknight, you know, so these are the babes in spiritual growth are people who have not grown spiritually. In other words, you don't really study on your own. You don't meditate on the word of God day and night. Um, you don't study scriptures or any of those. So you have no study resources at your home. You don't have a study Bible that you use. So these are people who have not grown spiritually. Or you may be somebody who is spiritually mature and you're going to the next level. You know, because we never stop growing spiritually. Uh, so, um, uh, so you may fall into one of those uh, categories. So, uh, the nature of diamonds. You know, understanding the nature you have been living by. Have you ever seen a picture of a diamond in the rough? When you look at a picture, or if you, maybe you've ever actually seen the stone uh, when it was a diamond in the rough. It's, it's, it's what the stone. It's what the diamond looks like before it actually becomes the beautiful diamond gem that we see in stores or on rings and in jewelry pieces, you know. So here, I want to share some information with you about the nature of diamonds. A diamond is a very precious stone. It's usually colorless. It's usually formed out of pure carbon. It is the hardest known mineral. And historically, diamonds were found in riverbeds. But then later they were found deep in the earth in rock formations. And so when we talk about a rough and uncut stone and um, uh, talking about it spiritually, when you look back over your life, similar to the natural stone, when you look back over your life spiritually before becoming a Christian, you could be found in some ungodly places, some situations or circumstances, you know, and once you were found by Jesus Christ, because the word of God says, Jesus said in his word, I found you, you didn't find me. So once God found you, you know, um, and you accepted him as Lord and Savior, people can find you standing or deeply rooted uh, in the rock formation of biblical principles and beliefs, and that's the rock of Jesus Christ. So I want to look at three types of natures uh, uh, and compare them and then uh, let you know which one you should literally 
be or living your life by spiritual. So we're going to look at the natural man, we're going to look at the carnal-minded man, and then we're going to look at the spiritual man. And so the first one is the natural man. So in with this natural, in this particular nature, um, people, when they're um, living their lives by the natural man, what happens is, you know, they do good, but they're not godly. You know, so what is produced from your life when you're living by the natural man is that you produce human goodness. You know, and so First uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says this, but people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. So that's extremely interesting. I love that scripture. You know, so when you talk about uh, the natural man, Paul is talking about uh, the part of man or a man that cannot receive the things of God. So if you're living your life in the natural realm, then you're not spiritually discerning anything because you don't have the spirit of God in you to do it. So you're living, you're doing good things, you're doing human things, but not necessarily godly things. And so there are several things that he says about the natural man. And the first most important is he does not receive spiritual things. That's the first important thing that he says in that passage of Scripture, is that he does not receive spiritual things. Why? Because, it is, because he does not understand the Word of God. In order to understand the Word of God, you have to be empowered by God's Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to reside uh, on the inside of you. He is the great teacher. And so if the Holy Spirit doesn't reside on the inside of you, you will not understand the things of God or spiritual things. Um, and so, the, number one, he does not receive spiritual things. And why? Because he does not understand the Word of God. The natural man tries to understand the, understand the Word of God with his five senses. You know, sometimes people try to reason out things. They try to, um, they can uh, see what's going on, you know, because they can't see in the spiritual realm. So they're looking at it with their natural sight. They try to discern things by, you know, this is what I heard you say. You know, and sometimes when you go, well, not sometimes, the majority of the time, spiritual things are, or 100% of the time, spiritual things are totally different from things um, in the natural. And so when you're trying to under, live your life spiritually, you can't be operating from the natural man because the natural man cannot understand the things of God. He looks for God with his five natural senses. He considers uh, the things of God as foolishness. And it, then it, it, it's natural for man to um, try to do things in the natural realm because there's nothing empowering him spiritually to do anything spiritually. So when you're living in that the natural man nature, everything you do is done by your human ability, your human effort, human goodness, but not spiritually. You don't understand spiritual things. And so if you are... Um, uh, let's say in the body of Christ and you're struggling with understanding things spiritually, you really have to just have to ask God to show you if you're trying to live your life according to your natural man. And if so, that is why you're struggling with spiritual growth is because the natural man has to be empowered by the Spirit of God to understand anything spiritually. All right, so the second nature we want to look at is the carnal-minded uh, man. Usually people who are carnal-minded are bathed in Christ uh, they're saved, but they're not matured, okay? They're based in Christ when they're carnal-minded. They, they have not um, allowed the word of God uh, 
to uh, transform them by the renewing of their minds. They got saved. They're still in that got saved position. Um, they haven't done anything to grow spiritually. Uh, and so uh, I'll give you a, a scripture for that. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, and it says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. All right, so when you a work of flesh is manifested in the carnal man. And so that's what's important. When you're dealing, when you're living your life according to your carnal man, then you are living your life according to your flesh. And that truly is not the spirit of God, okay? So you want, when you're living fleshly, you're controlling your own life. That means that you have not surrendered your entire being to God. Uh, Romans chapter 12 says, I beseech you therefore, brothering, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. When you are living according to your carnal uh, man, or if you're carnal minded, you're living according to your flesh. That means that you have not surrendered um, your entire being to God. Uh, you're not living holy. You're not living uh, according to acceptable uh, uh, will, the acceptable will of God. You're living according to what your flesh is craving. Carnal minded man does. So if you're trying to grow spiritually, you're going to have to be uh, delivered, if you will, or you're going to have to change uh, uh, your mind and make a decision that you no longer want to be carnal-minded, but you want to be spiritually-minded. And sometimes people don't know they're carnal-minded because, again, they're based in Christ and they haven't matured. One of the ways that you can mature if you're a babe in Christ is to stay connected to the local body of of Christ that you that you are uh, joined with, uh, uh, you have to feed your spirit every day with the Word of God. And there are so many ways today that you can do that. Uh, we have so many resources and uh, things available to us today that we didn't even have uh, 10 or 15 years ago. You know, so you have DVDs, you have audios, you have digital audios now. You have things you can watch online to help you grow spiritually from some of the great leaders in the body of Christ. You can see church services stream live now. You can go back to their websites and on demand, and you can hear sermons from great preachers that, that are not even in your city that can help you grow spiritually. Um, so you have to, make, you have to really make a, 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 an effort to say, I no longer want to be a baby in Christ. I want to grow spiritually. So when you're um, looking at this particular passage of Scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, Paul lists the works of the flesh uh, in writings in Galatians. If you go read Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21, but when you're talking about the carnal-minded man, you're looking at all of these things that you're doing in your flesh, and you wonder why you're not growing. You're not growing because the Spirit of God is not in control. The only way to do that, you have to surrender yourself to God, your entire being. You have to say, God, take me, take my um, uh, my being and make me an uh, a, a instrument of righteousness. You know, you have to turn your thought life over to God. You have to cast out vain imaginations. You have to turn your conversation over to God. You have to turn how you hear over to God. You have to turn uh, who you uh, in, uh, who you're connected to, who you have relationships with, you know, everything in your entire being has to be completely turned over to God in a spiritual realm so that you will not be carnal-minded and you will not live according to your flesh. Okay, so the carnal-minded man usually has the word only in his head and not in his heart. 
Psalm one nineteen verse eleven says, "That word that I, that word, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you." And so, it, when the word is in your head and not in your heart, you'll do things according to your flesh. So when it gets um, into your heart, or synonymous with um, the word mind, biblically means heart means the core of your being, not um, in the natural as you know it, meaning our brain. Uh, uh, per se. However, you know when you when it gets the word of God gets into your heart, what happens is you begin you open yourself up to understand the word of God, and then to believe the word of God, and then you begin to speak the word of God. But, you know the word of the 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 Bible teaches us out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So if you really want to grow spiritually, you have to get the word into your heart. And when it once it's into your heart, you start your heart opens up. If the Holy Spirit begins to give you understanding about the Word of God, the more understanding you get, you begin to speak the Word of God over your life, over your brothers and sisters in Christ, over your unloved saved ones, and just speaking the Word of God to live your life victoriously. And so if you begin to speak the Word of God, but when you remain a babe in Christ, you don't grow. So you have um, you must position yourself to grow spiritually. That means that you must um, get the uh Choose to live your life according to uh, the spiritual man, your spiritual man and not your carnal man, and, of course, not the natural man, because the natural man does not understand anything, anything of God, because there are foolishness unto him. He truly does not understand. He has, in order to understand the things of God, you must become born again, and you can only do that through Christ Jesus. So let's talk about what it means to live your life according to uh, the 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 nature that actually positions you for spiritual growth, and that's going to be your spiritual man. And so, this particular nature is positioned related to Christ through justification is controlled by the Holy Spirit. So, only through the new birth experience can you be spiritual. And the spiritual person is what we are made of, made for, and it is the nature that if you want to grow spiritually, you must. Be spiritual minded, and you must be living your life according to, or living your life by your spiritual man, not your carnal mindedness, your spiritual man. And so, those who are led by the Spirit are called the children of God. And so, you must live according to the spiritual man. So, usually, when um, you're not growing spiritually, that means that there's something getting in the way of your growth. It, it may be causing you to lose your joy. It could be losing your peace, your trust in God, or, you know, or the like, you know. So when you talk about the spiritual man, Paul says to be spiritual, we need to be led by the spirit, God's spirit, all right? And so uh, when you are led by the spirit of God, then you begin to bring fruit in your life, and that's what you want. You want to live a life that is fruitful, and when it's talking about fruit, it's talking about your character. It's talking about um, your service in the body of Christ. It's not just, you know, you know, hey, I'm doing good things. But when you are fruitful, when your life is fruitful, there's been some change. There's been some, um, if you look at the fruit of the Spirit, you've developed long-suffering. You've uh, developed peace. You know, all of those things are listed in Galatians. So you want to live according to your spiritual man because when you do that, that's when your life is fruitful. That's when you begin to grow and you see change happening um, in your life. And then when you grow spiritually, you actually um, 
learn to uh, uh, find your proper place in the body of Christ. You know, um, so when you find your proper place or your set place, as I like to call it, in the body of Christ, then you find out exactly where you're supposed to be, and then you actually start uh, doing things spiritually that help you grow as well as for the kingdom of God. And so when we talk about the spiritual diamond, um, when you look at James chapter 1, which James chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, is where the spiritual diamond, the making of a spiritual diamond scriptures are coming from, uh, founded on that particular passage of scripture. When we look at the very first one, James chapter 1, verse 1, it says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. I want to focus on two words in the scripture, servant and greeting. So when you are positioning yourself to become spiritual diamond of precious gem in the sight of God, two things have to happen. Number one, you have to become a servant, which means one who is in a permanent servitude to another. His will is altogether consumed by the will of the other. So I want to ask you two questions. Are you a servant of God, and does God's will consume your will? Are you a servant of God, and does God's will consume your will? Remember, I just quoted uh, chapter, uh, Romans chapter 12. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourself a living sacrifice. Have you done that yet? When you become a living sacrifice, God's will can total, totally consumes your will. You're not going to God for just what you want. You're going to God because of what it is he wants to do in your life, because of who he is, number one because of who he is, and secondly, what he wants to do with your life. His will has to be totally consumed in your life. And the only way that happens is the, you, there has to be a breaking in your life of your outer man. And the outer man is your will, your emotions, your mindset. In order for the spirit of God to come through you, there has to be a breaking of what you think, uh, uh, what you think, how you feel about certain things, even your own life. You have to allow the God to break that and then for the for the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to do a great work in you and to bring a transformation by renewing your mind, you have to allow the Spirit of God as you're beginning this uh, spiritual growth process is to break that outer shell that you may have built around your life because of past experiences, things that happened to you, uh, uh, negative mindsets. Uh, 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 you could have barriers or walls up because people have wronged you and you're still hurting, you're um, in pain from all of that. You have to allow the Spirit of God to break all of those outer shells and to ask for the Spirit to come through you. And for you to be spiritual and to work to live your life according to the spiritual man, in order um, to see a, a manifestation of God working in your life, the Spirit of God has to come through you without touching you. That means all of your stuff has to get out of the way, and only the spiritual things are flowing through you. And then the second word I want to focus on is greeting in uh, James chapter 1, verse 1. And that word greeting basically means to rejoice or have joy as a direct result of God's grace. Ephesians 2, 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So what is getting in the way of your spiritual growth? What are you putting up with? What's getting in the way of you having a joy or you rejoicing 
about God moving and uh, transforming your life? What is getting in the way about you being excited about your spiritual growth every day? What's getting in the way of your relationship with God? What's getting in the way of your relationship with other believers that are stronger than you who can teach you and help you grow? What's getting in the way of you being connected to a local body, a local church body, and getting involved um, and being used by God in the church setting and helping other believers as well as our winning souls for Christ. What's getting in the way of your relationship with God? What is getting in the way of your spiritual growth? It is my experience in the body of Christ um, as a leader uh, when people um, are not growing spiritually, it is because something is getting in the way. And it's important for you to discover and acknowledge what it is and then do something about it. So I'm going to give you an an assignment um, for this uh, first uh, radio show. And the assignment um, uh, today is to take a sheet of paper, and I want you to answer these two questions. What's getting in the way of your spiritual growth? And then the second um, question is, what are you putting up with? Number one, what's getting in the way of your spiritual growth? And the second question I want you to um, answer is, what are you putting up with? Okay, and be sure uh, you can email me at um, inquiries, I-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S, at gingerlondon.com to let me know what you have discovered about yourself. Again, you can write me on, let me just make it easier for you to send me uh, an email at ginger. G-I-N-G-E-R at gingerlondon.com. So that's very easy. Ginger at gingerlondon.com. And let me know how you answer the questions. What's getting in the way of your spiritual growth? And number two, what are you putting up with? And be honest with yourself. Uh, Take a minute to ponder it, to meditate on it. Um, You may have to uh, think a little bit and really uh, mull it over in your mind so you can discover exactly what it is and be truthful and honest with yourself. I want you to get in position, excuse me, to grow spiritually. I want you to position yourself to grow spiritually. And you can't do that if you're not being honest with yourself. You can't do that if you're not um, uh, discerning what's getting in the way. And you may have to pray before you answer these questions. God, uh, the Word of God says, let a man examine himself so that he can test to see it or to see if his faith is genuine. So examine yourself. Be honest. Be truthful. Just open yourself up and say, okay, this is what's going on. I got hurt by so-and-so. I put a wall up. I put a barrier up, and I refuse to grow. Uh, and I, I hinted my own growth. Or maybe God is going to reveal something to you that you uh, were not aware of. Um, that was getting in the way. And so whatever it is, be truthful with yourself. So let me give you the two questions again. Um, Number one, what's getting in the way of your spiritual growth? And then number two, what are you putting up with? So answer those two questions. Uh, Leave a comment either. You can come back to the Blog Talk Radio Show page and leave a comment at the bottom. If you listen to the replay, you'll be able to leave a comment. Or if you go to the replay replay page, you'll be able to um, leave a comment. Um, and also, uh, you can uh, email me at ginger at gingerlondon.com. Thank you so much for joining me on the call today. Um, it has been uh, I'm an honor, and I'm humbled to be able to speak into your life as always when you join me on this show. 
Um, so I want to say let's grow together, um, and I'll see you on the next um, uh, show, and that will be tomorrow. And the next show is on being rough and uncut. So we're going to look at what um, what keeps you in that position or what causes you to be rough and uncut and what you need to do to remove the debris so that you can start taking the shape of a spiritual diamond and so your brilliance can shine um, in your life as God has intended for your life. So let's close out in prayer. Thank you once again. God bless you for joining me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on today. We honor you. We bless your name, O oh God. Thank you for this blessed opportunity to be able to grow, to be able to learn about growing spiritually and learn about the different natures uh, uh, that will get in the way of our spiritual growth and the nature that you literally and, and spiritually want us to live by, which is the spiritual man. We thank you for empowering us with your Holy Spirit that we are spiritual beings. And, Father, we thank you that you're going to give us direction and guidance on how we are to set ourselves up or position ourselves for spiritual growth so that we can grow in your grace and in your knowledge and we can go from faith to faith and glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Once again, everybody, I'm Minister Ginger London, your host and the founder of GingerLondon.com. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll talk to you on tomorrow. God bless.